You're listening to the Say Chill Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. Say Chill is a social impact organization that helps people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. Hey, Chip. Hey, Stephen. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Man, we're coming you. up on that 100th podcast soon. That's what uh, that's, Phil even mentioned that this morning. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. We've been doing this for two years. That's quite a, that's, that's good. We've, that's, stu- that's, we've stuck with something. We've stuck I'm, with I'm something. really glad about that. I really am. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to let people know that you have been recording the audio book for Voice of the Heart. Yes, finally. Yeah. 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. yeah. And you and Alex, um, especially Alex, yeah. too, you know, with Derek's help and this guy named John, you pushing it and Alex really kind of really finally setting up the dates. It's, it's really good. Yeah. And I've, I've enjoyed, honestly, it's the first time I've read it. Since I wrote it, and you know, you know what I'm saying. Since, really? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your experience in reading it? Um, at, at 20 years later. Well, that that is uh, very encouraging in a lot of ways. That um, it still holds with what I continue to believe. I uh, I did notice that in the in the reading, uh, I changed desires to desire. Because after writing it, I realized that it, it's all desires come from desire itself. Okay. And so and went back and basically had to and read it correctly. But a, a good friend of mine years ago said, um, said the one thing about uh, what I've learned and been able to share is that it remains consistent, that you're not uh, changing with the times. You're always growing, but you're, you're not trying to make it you know, twisted around. You're so not relevant. It, and are not popular or whatever. Not popular, yeah, yes. Okay, relevant. I, I definitely <laughs> hope it's relevant. But, but uh, what's what's great is that the message is consistent. Yeah. Because the message is uh, consistent because the message is way before me and will be way after me too. I mean, it's, it's just really simply a re-acknowledgement of what uh, humans have been writing about, thinking about, experiencing, running from, diverting their lives from for centuries. And it's all the, the tools and the experience of expressing living in relationship with self, others, and God. Has anything surprised you while you're doing it? Like, has there been any? You know, uh, honestly, when I was reading the uh, beginning of the healthy shame chapter, what surprised me uh, is uh, that I, I remember reading the very beginning of it and thinking, I don't know if this makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes in reading, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, reading, reading, words, I'm reading, yeah. reading words. You're not thinking about what the words are. And mean. I'll tell you, too, I really enjoyed doing it because uh, the, the guys who uh, were doing the work uh, said that I read it so, so well. Uh, she said, you're almost like a professional. And, but then they said, but, oh, but you really do know what you're reading. Right. So you know where the stops, the inflections, yeah, it's the in comments, your voice. the slowdowns. You actually literally wrote it yeah, in it's your like, voice. I, it's like I am saying what uh, uh, wrote. And actually, you know, when, we, when you edited the book, yeah. it started out as a, Audio a gigantic, tra- um, um, what's it called? Trans- transcript. Transcript. A stack uh, of it paper, It was a, yeah. a, a two-day recording yeah. that we, we, we brought into um, in the transcripts, yeah, but I've I've really enjoyed. So you're it. so when the CPE thing's over, by the way, it's it's you're going to be a voice actor. I am Dude. going to be a voice actor. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it it uh, I don't know how to play above the 
Kentucky Could line. you do your Irish accent? No, 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 I went straight like I'm you talking straight, now. Just talk like yeah, you. The, yeah. the, the, the accent that is <laughs> the only one, I, only one I have. Good. Well, we're going to con- we're continuing with the uh, eight feelings. Thanks for asking here. about yeah, you're that. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Listen yeah. to it. Um, we're continuing with the eight feelings podcast series. Yeah. Right. And uh, we're going to do anger today. We're going to talk about anger. Yes. Right. Which is a, one of the most confused feelings. Yes. When people begin to move into voice the heart work, right? Yeah. Anger is a feeling they, they misunderstand. It's the one where we're reframing differently for them maybe for yeah. the first time. Uh, and, and I had a guy say this week in, in one of the things we were doing, he said, I hear y'all talk about being angry for. Yeah. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. Right? So yeah. maybe you could start with that. We talk about yeah. anger yeah. and being angry for something. Uh-huh. Like, what, what does that mean? That's, that's, that's good. You know, anger... Um, and I want to also, as you, even as you spoke that, I want to come back and say and talk about what it is that seems to me keeps anger so misunderstood. Yeah. Okay. Because I think it's very, very important because uh, so many people have been scared and harmed by something that has been called anger that isn't. Right. Even in the psychological world, they call it anger management. It's not anger at all. But the, what you said, like angry for or angry even towards, but but anger anger is probably the most vulnerable feeling of all of the eight feelings because anger exposes shows and move towards what it is caring about anger is if we had to use synonyms for anger desire longing yearning hoping wishing passion. wanting well what it becomes is passion a willingness to be in pain for something or someone that matters more than my own comfort. I remember one time you were teaching anger, and you, you say this a lot, that if if somebody has said or done something in my presence and I feel angry, the way it's the most vulnerable feeling is that it shows they've gotten to me. Like yeah. They've pushed my button. Yes. They've, you know, it, there's yeah. this experience that I can't deny yeah. that they've gotten into my personal space, my personhood. They've touched something. Yeah, they've touched something that, that, that matters. really matters to me. I always think of, uh, of anger in terms of how... Uh, Proverbially, uh, a parent. I th- really, actually, some mostly think about how a mother will care for a child—a willingness to do whatever it takes to make sure my child uh, is fed, to make sure my child is cared for, mm-hmm. or seen, or that I'm able to nurture my child. Mama bear, which stuff. is which yeah. is that yearning, longing, desiring, hoping, wishing, hungering, and thirsting for this other being's well-being. Right. You know, so, so anger is the, the energy in motion that expresses what matters to us. Wow. Okay? Energy so in anger motion. Anger is the emotion. energy in motion, the yes. emotion yes. that expresses what matters to us. Yes, yes. But even expresses to myself what matters to me. Yes, and anything that matters to me or to you, and we've exposed what matters. For a tiny example, if, if I share with you um, the things that I'm ashamed of, the things that I would see myself as probably rejectable because of, and you reject me, I'm not surprised. I'm not even torn up that much. I'm just kind of like, well, I was looking for that. <clears throat> but if I share with you some of my most private joys or deepest longings or deepest wishes, and you mock that, then you're actually mocking who I really am. Because longings are things we move towards. Desires are something we will will move towards, that move us towards something. 
hunger and hope. If you're hungry, you're reaching towards the food or thirsty, reaching towards the qu- that which will quench. Mm-hmm. When you're hoping, you're imagining something, and, and the hope is the energy that in spite of fear, we go, to- go towards the possibility of fulfillment. So, so that energy in motion moves us towards what we care about. It's vulnerability. You make fun of me, and I've shown you my, my deepest dreams. You made fun of who I am, what I'm angry for. Right. Angry for, to, to willing to be in pain to go after. You know, like I remember um, I wanted to be, uh, um, well, you know, when I was growing up, I wanted to be an all-state basketball player. I set my sights on I am going to do this thing. And, and I know it's multi-layered because, you know, different family issues. And wounds. I could, wounds I could be somebody. Stuff, yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. But, but I just wanted it so badly, and I was willing to do whatever it took for me to get that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking about, you know, 6 o'clock a.m. workouts, running, uh, summertime running, ran track so I could be better at basketball. But I was making all this stuff up. Mm-hmm. I didn't get anyone to coach me or help me. But – but and I didn't know how to do that at the time. But all of that energy applied was going for. So I was angry for getting to that place if I possibly could. And when I didn't get there, and it all ended, and it was a slow dawning realization that no magic was going to occur, nothing was going to drop out of the sky. You know, it's just really evident it wasn't right. going to happen. It it broke my heart. I mean, it's mm. over. It's done. It's finished. Yeah. I mean, I had given everything to it. I had been angry for that. I had longed for it, yearned for it, dreamed about it, hoped, thirsted, you know, sacrificed to, to move towards it. I was passionate about it, willing to be in pain for something that mattered more than pain. Uh, Christmas Eve workouts. I mean, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And I know a piece of it was sick. I was trying to merit it. Like, if I do this and do that, yeah, and I'll God be loved and, and all that kind of stuff. But still, underneath it all, I was going for it. In fact, I used to get... Uh, thrown out of um, uh, MTSU uh, when I was in high school, I would sneak into the gym because I didn't have a student You still union. sneak into well, the football yeah, stadium. The football stadium. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's it. But so it, you've been sneaking in and out of MTSU Yes, I guess life. I have. Yeah. You know, it was a place of great hope. But uh, the, the cops would wander, the security would wander the building. They could, you know, look for IDs. And I always see them come in and go hide out. And as soon as they leave, I come back out. Because although I played with college guys, I would get better. So it was that... Whatever I got to do, I'm willing to risk it, willing to look foolish, willing to look stupid, right. all those kinds of things. And that's, that's the vulnerability of anger. Yeah. So true anger is a creative force that moves us towards something for something. And then there's a huge comparison. Well, it's, okay, it's, yeah. the, it's the stop-go feeling. It's the yes-no feeling. It's very binary. It's not gray. Anger, like anger is this, there's mm. a purity to yeah. anger. Uh-huh. And it leaves us open to get hurt. It always exposes us. And it us. leaves us open to be afraid, Yeah, open to be sad, open to be lonely. And what I mean by that is it leaves us open to get hurt because, you know, if, oh, you think you're going to be all state? Look at you. You can't even X, Y, Z. It's right. Like, like there's hurt. And I would feel anger. Or even about if you that. were supported in it, that didn't, didn't mean you got there. No, right? No, you not could, at all. Not at all. Yeah. And then uh, if, when I finally it was taken from me, I was angry about having to be sad, but my anger also opened the doorway to grieving the loss. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was sort of by myself in this, no longer on a team. I kind of didn't know what to do with myself in some ways. I was lonely, and I was angry about that, and uh, and also fearful. Like, what do I do with myself now? So a lot of times uh, fe- fear, sadness, hurt, and loneliness can trigger 
uh, desire, longing, right. Yearning, right? So it can be a flag that says, hey, you're sad, lonely, hurt, or it can be the pure thing in and of itself. Yeah, I remember, you this. know, we used to talk about this, I don't know if you still do, that anger is the check engine light on the dashboard. Yes. Right? It's your oil light yeah. going off saying, yeah. there's more going on yeah. underneath the hood, you yeah. need to stop and look at what's going yeah. on. It's a very pragmatic feeling. Yes, if way. I'm anticipating that I'm going to be left lonely, I'm going to have energy of wishing it weren't going to happen. Right. Right. So rejection hurts. Rejection's lonely. And also there's, there's anger in it. I wish it were different, which can lead us to sadness. Yeah, you know, and it, if we don't, so connected. if we don't stop and do the check engine light yeah. right, with anger, we go, we go right into its impairment, right? What you're yeah. even saying. Depression. Yeah. Right. So anger is this check engine light on the dashboard. Chef, yeah. Right. Yeah. And as we were just talking about it, it says, I need to stop and pay attention because there's hurt going on. There's lonely, yeah. there's fear, yeah. there's shame. There's something happening that I need to pay attention to. Yeah, right? it, it, I mean, anger literally is the voice of the heart. Yes. I mean, it's the, it is the energy of desire, longing, yearning, yeah. hunger, thirst that says, I'm willing to speak and be truthful to what's happening inside of me to live the life I'm made to have. And it's one of the only feelings that you can't just have by itself. Yeah. Right? Like, you can just be sad, right? You can, yes. It, it, but anger is always connected to these other experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if I don't do it because it's so vulnerable, right, and it gets me in so much trouble, air quotes, it, 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 you can't see the air quotes, guys, but I did air quotes. Okay. Uh, you, uh, it, it, it gets me beyond my powers of control. Anger t- transports me beyond my control. Vulnerability. Makes me vulnerable and in need of others, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And because that's so risky, so we try to manage our anger Right, with by pressing our heart down or depressing ourselves. Yeah, if, we, if we're scared of having our voices or been trained through woundedness to give them up, or we've been raised in ignoring, raised in ignorance, ig- ignoring what's going on inside of me, most of the time people have the need to suppress the exposure of desire. So anger that is depressed leaves us in an impaired condition of, of anger, which is depression. Right. It's impaired expression, distancing from one's voice, distancing, distancing from one's yearning and longing. Anger is depressing who God made you to be. And of course, there's that great image of holding the beach ball underwater, the yeah. energy it takes to hold down the, the energy of life. Yeah, Archimedes the, principle. Right. Yeah. Uh, holding that beach ball underwater, it's p- trying to push itself up. Yeah. You said so beautifully. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a natural law. That that uh, if a ball of air is pushed underwater, it has an equal and increased pressure to rise, and so it's also true about us emotionally, spiritually, in terms of how we're made for relationship. If you try to suppress how you're created for relationship, to created to express your desire for life, you have an equal and opposite pressure to rise. It's going to make you sick. It takes your willpower to stop yourself from having who your identity. Versus your willpower applied yeah, and, to staying in having your identity. And, and, and a, it's the willpower of self-protection, not the willpower of like, I'm a really awful person, right? Yeah. It's like, I've been hurt expressing myself. I've been rejected expressing myself. Yeah. I've forgotten how to express myself. I've trained myself and molded myself to conform to a certain set of rules mm-hmm. and orders and standards so that I I don't get hurt. I don't get seen, yeah. right? But. But it's not like a, I'm a terrible person for depressing myself. It's a survival mechanism. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when, I, um, when I would get up on Saturdays after a game my senior year, when I was slowly realizing you weren't uh, gonna be all I state. wasn't going to be yeah. anything in, yeah. in that area. Were you all district? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think all district honorable mention. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, but thanks for bringing that part up. No, no, I, I wasn't going with the results. I just, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, oh, I, I, was, I was all district tournament team yeah. in soccer. Yeah. And at the sports banquet the, for our, our team, he yeah. was, was going to name the all district team. And I was so proud to be at all district tournament. Yeah. I stood up and started walking up front. And he goes, No, Stephen, this is the all district team. You're all district tournament team. Oh. So I just literally just sat down. Oh, like, oh. Anger. Heard, like so yeah. passionate yeah. to be recognized. Exactly. You know? uh, but uh, we, we did not have a winning season the whole time we were playing. But anyway, oh, but I, the, Saturday mornings I would get up at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning, and, and, and I, re- I made the mistake of running a lot of long distance, which was really... Not what you do for basketball. Not to, yeah, exactly. But somehow John Havlicek, who's an ancient uh, creature in the world of basketball, but, but I would run six miles with another guy. We would meet and run at 6 o'clock in the morning. So that, is, that was uh, still, I desire this, and it took anger to do that, but willpower applied to the desire. So I'm willing to do what it takes is the appropriate use of willpower. That's amazing. And then when, when uh, anger is suppressed, we will ourselves, because I could have said, hey, you want to be an all-state basketball player? Hey, look at the facts. It ain't going to happen. You can give it up. You shame yourself. Yeah. Shame myself into using my willpower to shut up, shut down, and go away. But I could not at that time help myself. I was going to get up because I couldn't stop hoping mm. in spite of the facts, in spite of reality, um, I, I kept doing it. Now, the sad part is I was angry in so many ways alone because I, I, no one knew uh, what my dream was. I, was. I was doing that pretty much by myself. Like, I kept all of that to myself. Those sure. runs seemed ridiculous or crazy, but see, I was actually after something. But anyway, the depression is depressing the desire of the heart and keeping the voice of the heart at bay. It requires depressing, same willpower, but willpower has primacy over the heart versus willpower being a tool or a, a secondary heart directs, to the heart. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The heart yeah. is in charge. So, so let's talk about this mistake in anger, which is really fear, right? Yeah. It's this. So often, we, you wanted to talk about, you said this at the top of the podcast, that, that people are so afraid of their anger, one, because it exposes them, they've been hurt, but yeah. also they've been harmed by other people. But what's been called anger, yeah. which it, but it's really just impaired fear, and it's rage. Yes, rage. Animalistic demand to try to get someone yeah. to behave in a way so that I don't have to feel my fears. So yeah. I rage at you. I threaten you. I snarl at you. I cuss at you. I shame at you. I ignore you. Yeah, right? silent and, towards you. And there's some anger in that, though, isn't there? Yeah, there there is, but it's it's all twisted up. But it's it's the predominant experience is terror, and the energy that comes out of that may have anger in it, but it's terrified. It's See, because true anger is is a reaching towards with Creative. hands open, yeah. and rage is a reaching at with hands to grasp closed. And so anger and rage are as far as the east is from the, the, the west. Forget circles and come back to the same okay. place, okay? Pretend that it's just infinity. Because um, uh, rage is rooted in terror of making sure I'll do whatever it takes to never let this thing happen to me again, okay? So anytime a person's threatened with exposure— it becomes becomes anxiety driven, controlling oriented, and then ultimately murderous or revenge focused in its in its take. Like uh, and going with the same all state thing, I remember the night that I walked out after the final game I would ever play, my heart was just shattered mm. because even though I knew it was coming, I somehow had this you know this magical belief that maybe this freakish thing would occur and we'd yeah. make it to the state championship. Just just. Kid, like a movie, 
movies, I believed. Hoosiers? Yeah. And then I stuck my head in the locker oh. and cried my guts out. After I got out of the shower, I'm crying my guts out. Yeah. I'm the last one. I'm the only one left. Didn't Thank want God. I didn't want anybody to see me anyway. Yeah. And I thought, well, I don't know where to go. So I remember walking up uh, the ramp, and the next game was going on. And uh, somebody said, look at him. He's been crying. Oh, gosh. And, uh, just, and, and, I, and I looked at him with kind of a sort of a mean sort of look, tried to get on me. <laughs> and then I remember I just turned around and walked down the ramp and walked out the exit door into the dark. And with absolute fixed intention at that point, never again. So that became a terror. I will never let myself be in a position of being so foolish as to hold. I'll never go for it again like that. Like that. Yeah. And then for the next bunch of years, it was potentially rageful. Anyone, no, you're not going to get to me. I'm not going to let you. To that terror of being hurt again. I'm not going to let myself care. Yeah. So what was once anger, now is terror-oriented, not letting myself be fooled again. If I let someone get close to my heart, they could be possibly in danger because what they'll experience is not anger but rage. And that's what most people in most of their lives have experienced in their families. It's been called anger. It's not anger at all because there's no vulnerability in it whatsoever. And rage has zero vulnerability. I'll do whatever it takes to protect myself from having to expose feelings, to expose vulnerability. And and I tell you, Stephen, uh, I said I wanted to mention about how come anger is so unidentified and rage is so mistakenly identified as anger, it's because of addiction. And see, we, we don't realize it, but this, this whole nation is involved in a pandemic that is not last year's or 10 years ago, but it's been going on for a long, long time. And it's whatever we have to do, we're slaves to doing whatever we have to do to escape vulnerability, to escape neediness, to escape being in a position of not knowing what to do. It's not just opioids. That's the new face. Oh no, of it's it. not not opioids. Uh, Those at aren't all. new addicts being it's created. The new with face opi- with, yeah. Well, you know, look at. There's going to be a class action suit uh, against. I'll just use quotes, air quotes, against Silicon Valley because, you know, the the what's coming out of the boardrooms now is the recognition that they knew that the technology would addict us and they wanted to make sure it did so that their yeah, cool. uh, yeah. gains would be games on the phones are designed to be right. addictive. And That's, so denial yeah. denial of feelings is the only thing that can keep. Uh, the exercise of doing whatever we have to do not to have to feel going. In other words, denial means I don't see so I won't feel is the only thing that there is to keep us asleep to addiction. And addiction is doing whatever I got to do not to feel. And rage is guaranteed to be the expression of anybody getting close to somebody having to feel. And addiction is the thing that has to keep going so that we won't ever, this is too much, no, we won't ever expose uh, ourselves to being needy or vulnerable or angry, genuinely yeah. angry. I want people who love me to be angry for me. I want people to be willing to to reach out at their hands to offer me something. I want to be cared about enough that somebody would yearn f- for me or long for me. And I wanted someone to want to know what I was doing shooting basketball all the time. Right. I wanted someone to ask me, "What are you doing running?" Well, the, all the, time? the when a, when someone does be angry for me. Yes, and I want to be with people who are angry for themselves because yeah. they could be clear with who they are. Yeah, and they could be clear with me, and I don't have to live guessing what, where I am with this person. Yeah. yeah, and the planned resentments that there might yeah. be coming later. And I know to this day, it, it, it's very difficult in some ways for me personally in inside in my deep insides. 
if someone's angry with me, angry towards me, angry for me, just angry about uh, something uh, that, that that they have feelings about besides just straight anger, it's scary. It is very scary. And I don't know, like, hey, are you raging? And is our relationship over? Or, or are you saying I'm hurt or sad and actually you're reaching towards me right. to heal versus reaching at me to end your pain and to get rid of me? So yeah. it's still, you know, we, we have to because we're so used to growing up around denial and growing up in a culture of addiction that's terrified of feelings. We've got to be able and willing to say, are you angry with me in a way that says we're done? Or are you angry with me in a way that says you and I just need to keep talking? Because you can be angry for someone enough away that's I'm I'm done. I need not do this with no, you. That's true. That's boundary setting. On there. a boundary. Yeah, and yeah. so so anger. I need to know if I, are you angry or are you, are you raging? raging? So yeah. so to kind of wrap up here, anger is the is the clarity feeling. Yeah. Okay? It's the boundary feeling. Uh-huh. It's the go for it feeling. Yeah. Right? It's the Mother protecting the young feeling. Yeah. Okay. And the and the willingness to express vulnerability. And the willingness to express vulnerability mm-hmm. feeling. And the willingness to show what matters to me. Yeah. And it's also the energy of, of reaching towards creating. I'm gonna yeah. grow. I'm gonna grow this. You know, I'm I'm gonna go do this. Mm-hmm. What you said, the energy so, of desire. So the, it's the what I want. Yep. What I need. Yep. Okay. And and without it. We don't have a willingness to be in pain for something that matters more than my own comfort. Right. Without anger, you've already given up. Given up on your heart, given up on possibility, given up on hope. And that's impossible. Yeah, you, have We're do, not capable. you have to do something you have against to yourself. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Hey, don't. thanks. I'm glad thanks, we got Jim. together today. That thanks, great. Thanks for listening to the Sage Hill Podcast. I want to take a second to let you know about something coming up that we're starting called Sage Hill Leadership Lab, which is an opportunity for leaders, men or women who are leading in a professional context, whether entrepreneurs or doctors or nurse leaders or managers or church leaders or principals to come meet four times a year to be in a process of learning to lead more fully from the heart. To find out more about that, you can go to sagehillconsulting.com. Thank you.